Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're not seeking to win them to an experience or to our relevance or coolness yeah, yeah. Um, or to anything they can get from the world. That's yeah. not what we're trying to win them to. Yeah. We want them to see Jesus. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Welcome to the Soundless Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer. And my name is Bob Coughlin. And I'm Devin Coughlin. Here we are. And here we are. Here we are. All right, let's do it. So today... What are we, we talking about today? Hey, thanks, Dev. Uh, today, <laughs> we are talking... Uh, we're actually Watch answering. Uh, we're asking, <laughs> don't assume so much authority. We're uh, answering a question that was sent in. And we if, love when you send in questions. I just want do. to reiterate that. Where do you send your questions into? Great question. Dev, do you know? Sound plus doctrine, spelled out. Yes. At yes. SovereignGrace.com. Whew, look at you. Great. Wow. That's excellent. Discipled so I can't well. do it anymore because I, I botched it <laughs> in a previous episode, <laughs> okay. so I need to let other people do it. So here's the question. Um, I have been leading worship for nearly 20 years, and for the last five is a full-time job. Right Thank now, you. our church youth group has an average of 120 students every week. That is a lot <laughs> of students. I would say at a guess that around 70%, possibly more of these students, do not have a relationship with Christ. Every week we have worship as part of the service, but it is an uphill battle. Mm. Students act like we are not even there. They are on their phones, <laughs> turning their backs to us, nice. carrying on conversations and horseplay, all the while we are singing. Aww. We play upbeat, youthful songs. We have a big sound system, screen, and lights. Our team puts in a lot of work to bring excellence as we lead. We endeavor to authentically worship while actively keeping students engaged with clapping or anthemic singing, and yet it is like the sound system is turned off and we don't even exist. Mm. I've had conversations with our youth leaders about this. They have given messages on what it means to worship through songs. So these are some of the things they've done. And every week they preach Christ-centered gospel messages. I know that until these students give their lives to Jesus and have the Holy Spirit, I can't expect them to worship one whom they do not know. All of us in leadership are praying for students to be saved, but in the meantime, I'm feeling the loss as to how to lead in this situation and how to encourage my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that a is a question. great That's question. That's a great question. Can and I... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say first, uh, thanks to this um, this gentleman who mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is faithfully caring for mm-hmm. uh, yes. this group of kids and desires to see them uh, behold the glories of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just wonderful and commendable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that he put in. Uh, you know, we are we we've given messages on what it means to worship through song, mm-hmm. and we preach Christ-centered yeah. gospel messages. Without the gospel. Nothing's going to happen without the Holy Spirit working through the gospel. Nothing's going to happen. Yep. So he seems to be aware of that. Yeah, I was just going to say when I read this, I see I see myself when uh, Which I mean side? on the rebellious. You, okay. <laughs> the rebellious kids. I mean, God saved you. me when I was a between my junior and senior year in high school. Wow. I remember constantly in junior high ministry, high school ministry, messing with my friends, not caring, laughing, telling jokes. I never turned my back. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that we're laughing. That's just yeah, hilarious that is, to me. Yeah. But I just see, yeah, if it wasn't for what he said, if it wasn't for the grace mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. intervening mm-hmm. in my life, I'm a PK. I mean, I knew what to do, what to say, but I just did not care yeah. until the Holy Spirit changed my life. Amen. Um, I yeah. mean, this is me. Right here. Yeah, and to be clear, his question is not only about how to lead the the youth group, but how to lead his team. 
how to encourage his team mm -hmm. like in, in that situation where you're and this doesn't have to be a youth group <laughs> this could be a church absolutely where people just seem disinterested and um i think his point about without conversion it doesn't matter nothing's going to happen and you don't want to uh lead in such a way that those who are unconverted can sing enthusiastically well said mm -hmm. uh that's yeah. not that's not your goal so, uh, Devin, I'd be interested in your thoughts initially, since you're the youngest of our group. Um, I am. Uh, aren't you? No. Oh, no, you aren't. I'm way older than David. Devin Look how is, he threw uh, you David down, is the bro. youngest of our group. I am. I just think of you because you're my son. <laughs> oh, it's like seven. It's good. It's just like a maturity That's thing. That's good. It must be a maturity thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested in your thoughts anyway. Uh, even That's though, good. I appreciate even that. Even though I'm in the middle. Yes. <laughs> I'm not middle-aged, let's be clear. <laughs> I was not saying you're middle-aged. Since you're the middle-aged. You, should, you should stop now. This is going great. Dev, any thoughts about what he just said? All right, yeah, let's get some initial thoughts out there. I had lots of thoughts, and I think they're all gone. Sorry. <laughs> but sorry. Um, I, I, which do you want to tackle first? I think the leading the team or the leading the youth there? I would I, Go ahead. Uh, but leading the youth, I would start yeah, with. Yeah, that's what I was saying. All right, starting with leading mm -hmm. the youth? Yeah. Yeah, because um, I think this is a question that a lot of uh, churches would have. I've certainly been asked a lot. You know, how do you how do you lead? What's different about leading your youth group? Now, this is a disinterested youth group. This is a you know, youth group seventy percent uh, aren't uh, paying attention. I have a story about this in Worship Matters, uh, where I was leading a group of disinterested youth. It was about fifteen was in the living room, and they weren't paying attention. They were doing all these things. <laughs> and uh, I remember just stopping in the middle of a song and saying, you guys have no idea what we're doing right now. We are, we are singing to the living God. The Holy Spirit is here. Well, maybe he's here. And <laughs> you all are, are acting as though nothing's going on. You want to sing. You want to pay attention. So basically, I repeat. And revival happened. Oh, yes. Oh, man. So people <laughs> fell on the floor. They were wailing over their sin. No, nothing of that happened. I went back. And then later on, ask forgiveness of the parents for being such a jerk uh, <laughs> it, to their kids. I was in another context, uh, not with you. And, uh, Fortunately. I was probably ninth or 10th grade, ten, maybe yeah, somewhere in there, in high school. And we were in a small group setting. And uh, <laughs> the leader had everybody do worship practice. And so we Perfect. had to go. <laughs> we went around I'm in a circle wasn't me. and practiced. Uh -huh. uh, so it was at first we had to, I think, clap twice and say, praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I mean, as awkward as it was, made everybody go around the circle and do that. And then it was <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah. And yeah. And it was that kind of enthusiasm. I'm absolutely. Sure it was. So and then it was clap your hands and, and raise your hands and say, praise <laughs> the Lord. And <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> so I just want to give those who are on YouTube uh, visual. Uh and so, but I do think as we're leading, we, we, we can be leading for this certain outcome. Like it, this should look a certain way. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, th I would caution against that. And it doesn't sound like this guy is doing that no, at all. No, no. Um, but that's a misguided pursuit where it's no, you should be doing this. Yeah. Yes. It's no, Demanding because it. our, our response is all of grace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it only comes from a regenerate heart um, yeah. if it's sincere. And so that's what we're that's what we're 
aiming yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, and you can't control, you know, the outcome, uh, and you can't force the outcome, as Bob just said. I, I, um, I also have a brief story. I was a junior high <laughs> song leader for two, three years, um, and I remember leading one time, and I saw these disinterested junior hires, and I remember saying, if you don't mean these words, I don't want you to sing them. Mm. And in the front row, this girl fell onto on her face, all the way down, locked her knees. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, she locks her knees a lot. <laughs> I thought I had smite, smoted, <laughs> smitten her, <laughs> smitten her, uh, because of my powerful and oh. the same thing. Oh. I had to apologize to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that pretty much wraps it up for the podcast. Exactly. Just, uh, you can't force so, it. Um, but I, as far as all right, how do you lead this youth group? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's been said before, uh, but I, I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. What we win them with is what we win them to. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so we want to be clear on what we're seeking to win yes. these kids to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're not seeking to win them to an experience or to our relevance or coolness um, or to anything they can get from the world. That's not what we're trying to win them to. We want them to see Jesus. And so sincerely, we just continually point people to Jesus. Mm -hmm. I heard a a preacher one time, a conversation with, I was having with him and he said, you know, uh, when I preach, I've just learned, like, I just need to have a very short memory. And so... I'll be caring for people, talking to people about stuff. I'll go up and preach. And as soon as I step down from that pulpit, I need to act like I never said those things mm. when I'm interacting with people. Mm. And it was he was speaking to just the patience that's needed mm-hmm. with other people uh, as we care yes, for them yes. because we're, we're prone to forget. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, I told you this before. I mean, you yeah. do that in parenting. Yeah. I told you this already. As if people are always going to respond in the right way because we said it once. Yes. Right. But thanks yes. be to God that he is not like that with us. Yes. And so we shouldn't be like that with others. And so yeah. when it comes yeah. to when it comes to leading teens in particular, I mean, I think there is this reality that yeah, it's not it's it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Uh they're probably going to be disinterested often because they're unregenerate. Uh mm-hmm. but what we're called to is just point them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um which yeah. it sounds like he's doing and that's and that's it, that's a hard thing to hear because it's like, yeah. well, I'm already doing that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want to see something different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and that's only going to come by the Spirit of God. It, there's not this, well, you know what? If you did more songs in F, everything mm. would change. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you had more lights or less lights, or if you had, I mean, whatever it is, if it was louder, none of those things can save those souls. Yeah. 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 Only one thing can. And it mm-hmm. can almost be, uh, uh, it, you can fight against yourself. Like in his email, he said, uh, you know, we, we play upbeat, youthful songs. We have a big sound system, screen, and lights. Our team puts in a lot of work to bring excellence as we lead. Now, you know, we're not there. We haven't seen it. But yeah. an, a picture comes to mind of something that has a lot of production excellence. And my my counsel would almost be, you know what? Pull back on that some. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing when he when he mentioned, you know, it's it's almost like the sound system's turned off. Yes, and yes, yeah. Well, to why your not point, you turn it yeah, off? to your point. I wonder, and it's not, again, ex, uh, Dev nailed on the head, and you said the same thing, Bob. I just think like the unless the Holy Spirit intervenes, uh, you know, nothing will happen. But I do wonder. 
if it's easy for these kids to sort of hide in the lights or in the production. In the volume. In the volume, um, potentially. Yes. Yeah. Again, we're not there. We don't know. We're just speaking to his question. But what if the sound system was turned off? Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I think one thing to keep in mind is there's, as, as he's articulating this, it sounds like there are probably 30% of the kids there that are interested yes, and engaged. Yes, there are some. Mm-hmm. And so engaged. being aware that, no, like I, I, we want to we serve them well. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. It's, it's First Corinthians 14. Um, I mean, how, how Paul lays out order and edification in the context of the gathering. And where he ends is an unbeliever comes into that place. Mm-hmm. And it's they don't they don't come in because everything was catered to them. They don't right. come in because it was so exciting. They come in and they respond because they see that God is in this place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and that's what we're seeking to. I mean, I think that's how we're going to reach the lost. Yes. Um, yeah. As we're committed to the gospel and committed to serving the people of God, that people see, oh wow, there's something different here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's not like what this, the empty things, the fleeting things this world has to offer. There's mm-hmm. something different here, and that's beholding the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what changes people's lives. Yeah. I, I think we can copy the mindset, mimic the mindset of the world that it really is not interested in the integrity of the family, really not as interested in the truth, just wants mm. to create a market share, mm. which would be the teenager and say, we are going to appeal to you, we are going to, you're going to have your own secret coded language, uh, and, and we're going to, to make things so appealing that you, you have to feel, you'll feel like you're missing out if you're not involved in what we're giving you. Mm. The church is not like that. We're, yes. we're, we're mindful that, as Paul says in Ephesians 2, 1, you were, people are dead in the trespasses and sins in which they're walking, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have no spiritual antennae, they're, they're just dead. Mm-hmm. So what our joy is to do is to proclaim in, in persuasive, and I would say appealing ways, but the appealingness is not in, hey, we're as cool as the world. <laughs> the, the, the appeal is, hey, you know what? We really care about you. We really love you. We really want to know you. We really want to make your life better in eternal ways. Mm. So it, it seems like the more we focus on the reality that, okay, a lot of these people don't know the Lord, we're going to talk about Jesus in a way that relates to their lives, yeah. bring in situations that they might find themselves in and say, okay, now here's what the world would do. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what a Christian would do. Mm-hmm. Is that in you? Is that, you know, and, and spend more time in those youth meetings talking about what Jesus can do to a life rather than insisting that they act like those whom Jesus has already changed. Yeah. Yeah. Parents do this. I mean, it's, it's, you know, as parents, as our kids get older, we can assume that, well, we've raised them the right way. We've raised them in church. They've been coming to church. And so now they should just do all the things that Christians do. Mm. forgetting that, you know what, your child might not be converted. Mm. They might not have the, the Spirit of God in them. And so to say, to insist that, no, you need to raise your hands. You need to be joyful when you, you serve the Lord. You need to be kind to your brothers and sisters. May not be the best thing to insist on. I mean, of course, we want to, we want to draw parameters and, and give them direction, and mm-hmm. we have the, 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 we're their authorities. But we shouldn't expect 
Christian behavior, they're not a new creation from yeah. those who are not believers. Yeah. Um, so in those contexts, I would mm -hmm. be singing songs that are more proclamatory, more uh, not necessarily upbeat, but songs that talk about real sorrows, real situations, real uh, struggles that people have, and how Christ is the answer to those. Mm -hmm. And and like you were saying, Devin, it, it, it's not going to happen overnight. It'll take time. But I guarantee that as we focus on the tools, use the tools that God has given us, his word, the gospel, our love for, for uh, teenagers, uh, it's going to change them over time. And mm -hmm. that includes, too, what we do outside the meeting. Yeah. You know, if the only time we're interested is when they're at the meeting, that's not going <laughs> to... Can mm -hmm. we? Can you talk uh, really practically? So you're leading this group this Saturday night or Wednesday yeah. night or whatever. What does that look like? What are you doing? And I've been a part of the church. I'm not coming in as a guest. Yeah, yeah. You're this guy. Yeah. I, I probably start by with the Word of God and talk about what it is that God has done that makes him so worthy of mm -hmm. singing to him. Mm -hmm. yep. um, probably a verse from the Psalms. Could be talk about someone who's delivered. You know, I would just want to make sure I do the best I can to make it understandable. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, this 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 verse in Scripture, uh, you, you know, uh, is is talking about uh, you, Psalm thirty-two. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Mm -hmm. You know, we heard words like blessed, and we think blessed. Well, that's what does that mean? Well, it, it means a profound joy. It means it's, it's a, um, a, a state of being that in which you are, in the truest sense, happy. Mm -hmm. you, you are Flourishing. at peace. Sorry? Flourishing. Flourishing. Yeah. So who is that person? You know, don't you want to be like that? Who's that person? It's the one whose Bible says transgression is forgiven. Now, some of you are, are thinking... What transgressions are forgiven? What, what are we talking about? What you know? What our biggest mm -hmm. problem? I, I would talk about it. Our biggest problem is our sin. You might think your biggest problem is right now that you can't get a certain girl to like you, or it, it might be that your parents won't give you the the computer you want, or it might, or you can't get whatever. Our biggest problem, guys, is our sin before God, mm -hmm. and God says, "You will be the most fulfilled, the most happy." if you know your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. And what we're here to sing about tonight, talk about tonight, is how we can how we can see that happen. Mm -hmm. And would you persist in, I mean, would you share that long? I might, right. uh, maybe not. I mean, I, I, I'm just talking spontaneously now. Yeah. I, I, would, I would definitely work on it, yep. not speak off the cuff. And, it would and be very concise, concise and clear. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, people are disinterested. Yes, Not engaged. Right. Oh, messing uh, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then sing a song that comes directly yeah. out of that. Mm -hmm. Then maybe go to another scripture, but just walk them through How about it. the types of songs that you would do? He mentioned, uh, I think, maybe Youthful, upbeat, upbeat and anthemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, would those be categories that you would have? What would you be thinking about? I would not be thinking of, I need to do youthful, upbeat songs. I wouldn't be against doing right. them, but I wouldn't see that as what's going to motivate people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because what engages people is understanding. Yeah. Even, you know, you go to a concert. Yeah, well, you think about if the goal is to get kids jumping, 
Yes. Then yeah, do yeah louder <laughs> and more. <laughs> and, but it but like as if that's some like oh great we've got it. we've our problem solved yes. we've done yeah. it success. But that's not yes. what we're aiming at. That's right. not the aim. The aim is for for them to grasp what God has done for them in Jesus Christ, which yeah. only the Holy Spirit can right. do. But if we don't present it, then they're not going to have the opportunity to respond. To it. I, one thing I would think about too is is uh, singing the same songs again and again I mean, over a period of time. Yes. Um, so it's... Repeating I mean, songs. I think about a song like um, uh, Christ is Mine Forevermore, mm -hmm. City Light, uh, mm -hmm. Minor Days That God Has Numbered. I was made to walk with, yes. with the... Him. But I look for worldly treasures and forsake the King of yes. Kings. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very clear what it's about. It's yes. understandable. But I want that to be ringing in kids' ears. Yes. Absolutely. And so we're going to sing, Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer, greatest yeah. treasure of my longing soul, mm -hmm. um, my song when enemies surround me. I mean, lines yes. like that. It's like, yes. I want those lines in these kids' heads. Yes, amen. And I've got the opportunity to do that, whether they're singing or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're around it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so if we repeat those songs yes. Yes. week after week, month after month, great point. Uh, it's going to build those build those words into these kids' minds. Yeah. Yep. And well do said. some of the hymns. You know, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Yeah. It's just like, um, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. I'm trying to think, be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all yeah. that we say. That, that, that's a little more complicated. That's a little more complicated. But the idea that we shouldn't shy away, we shouldn't be looking for simplicity Yes. For simplicity's yes. sake, yes. absolutely, we should be very intentional about the truth that we're building into teenagers. Yes, yeah, um, and it's a wonderful opportunity. And you know what? I knew that would happen. You knew that would happen. How is that possible? All right, I'm. It's going to stop in any second, any moment now. Is it an alarm? No, it's a phone call. Oh, you can't ignore it. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah. All right. Sorry about Where that, guys. We? Sorry about that. Hey, I try to turn off everything for these podcasts, but sometimes you just don't make it. <laughs> I was going to say uh, the the you know theology that was given to me through you know my dad's church where I wasn't saved came you know not only in preaching but in the songs that we sang yeah. and yes. those like yes. Devin was Absolutely. saying those were planting seeds yeah. in me for years and years and years. Yes. And I remember part of my conversion story was I went to a, our high school gathering and we were singing a song. And I remember in that moment that God was illuminating my eyes. I remember saying, I can't sing these lyrics. My uh, life yes. doesn't reflect yeah, yeah. this. Huh. And that was the moment of conversion where I was blind and now I see. And, mm. and so you're absolutely right of of you're giving these kids theology through your songs. And it doesn't have to be all heady. There's actually really great upbeat songs that have great theology yes, in them. Yes. Um, it's not just a tempo thing. It's yeah. the theme and the gospel yep. uh, and songs that are going to help these kids. They're so much brighter than we think they are. These rich yes. hymns yes. actually build into them. They're suffering to an extent. Yeah. They're struggling yeah. Boy, and to an Oftentimes, I mean, the younger we are, the, the more amplified our trials are yeah. I mean, like it seems like the world is ending right. when this girl doesn't like me right it's like yes i yes. mean that is the, <laughs> yes. the smallest problem you'll ever face <laughs> but yeah in that moment it seems like i have no hope yeah yeah 
when what an opportunity to point those kids to the hope they have in Jesus. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of the the things you do say will be contrasts. So you're saying, um, "Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer, greatest treasure of my longing soul." You know, we just sang that line, and you know what? That's that's not true for a lot of us here. Mm-hmm. That he's the greatest treasure of our longing soul. What is your greatest treasure? What is the thing you want yeah. the most? You know, in the end that's not going to serve you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not going to produce what only Jesus can give you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a moment to pray and, you know, whatever. I mean, every every meeting is an opportunity to impress the gospel on people's lives. Yes. Not, in the, not in the way of, you should be jumping up and down about yep. this, but this could really change you. Respond! Uh, respond yes. already! Well, that's, <laughs> that was my approach. And I think I just encourage uh, the person leading this team uh, to lead them in why we're doing what we're doing, and yeah, we, so let's let's talk about that. How so to lead your we team. we want them to we want these kids to see God in the gospel, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's what we're about. Yeah. And so that's mm-hmm. everything that we're doing is meant to serve serve those ends, um, and preparing them and acknowledging. You, you know what, kids are going to be disengaged and disinterested. They might turn their backs on us. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're dead in their sins, yeah, and they need yeah, the grace of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we want to pray for them. And then I think I would just encourage a sincerity. I mean, what what yeah. the um, the ethos of the day oftentimes is authenticity and sincerity, yeah. and just be real. And so be real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be be those who have been so affected by what God has done for them in Jesus Christ, yes. that it shows on their faces, yes. mm-hmm. and it shows in the instruments they're playing and the songs they're singing and the way they're interacting with these kids. Um, and just encourage that. And yep. and then be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Just, yes. this, this will be thankless. I mean, none of these kids are going to come up to you afterwards and say, oh, that was awesome, that was so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we can, I mean, because of what we do, none of them are going to do that. But by the grace of God, he's going to save some of those kids. Yeah. Yep. And... There will come a time, I mean, like what you just mentioned, just where the Lord uses the truth that was was planted in their hearts to save mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and uh, what an opportunity to just play a small part in that. Yeah, yes. and that's uh, that's a good point. I mean, the people when I was when I was dead, the people that were the most attractive to me were the people that had joy yep. in in just their walk with the Lord. Yes, less of the hammer of change, change, change. And not to say that you can't speak, you know, into, you know, these teens, but the people that just genuinely loved the Lord and it just poured out of them was attractive to me. Uh, I'm just like, well, I don't have that joy. Yeah. No, it's like that, just that we should be those that have, are living out that category of astonished witness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so amazed that God saved me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like, how can that not just ooze out of me in in everything that I do and in everything that I say, like... That's amazing. Yeah. The yeah, God yeah. of the universe uh, has chosen to save me by the blood of his son mm-hmm. and, and then join me uh, to his body. It's insane. Yeah, it it's is. It's incredible. It is. Uh, it and is. so, like, let's just I, let that shine forth. Yeah. And Joy uh, unspeakable full of glory. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and, and as we're doing that, we recognize we're not the point. Like, mm-hmm. we're not trying to get these kids to look at us. We're trying yes. to, we're, we're just pointers. We're trying to get these kids to just look to him. Yes, and it's the difference, as you were talking, David, earlier, and then, Deb, you just mentioned it. It's the difference between saying, join me in my enthusiasm and look where I'm looking. Yeah. 
Yep. Those are two different things. Totally. You know, get excited. Let's get hyped. Yes. And no, that's not what we're doing. We mm -hmm. just look, just look what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. yeah. See what I'm seeing. And again, only the Holy Spirit can actually bring a dead yeah. person spiritually to life. But he does it through the simple means of proclaiming the gospel. Mm -hmm. And we're helping those teenagers make those connections. And you mentioned something too earlier, Dev, about praying. I wanted to, to re-emphasize that. Mm -hmm. I, I think for the team, to for them to get together either like before the meeting or during the week, or maybe in their personal times, whatever, but to pray for the students by name. Yep. That, that yep. not only does something in your soul, it builds your faith for that, that God could save them, but it's it's the way God works. He mm -hmm. works through the prayers of His people, and God does answer those prayers. So yeah. mm -hmm. I wouldn't, That's good. you know, put all our all, all our eggs in the basket of we got to make this meeting you know yeah. really great. No, no, just humble yourself and say, Lord, we can't do a thing yeah. to save these kids, but we know that that they would be eternally better off. If they came to know you and were in a state where, as we sang these songs and had these meetings, they were rejoicing and entering into it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so pray for your pray Yeah, for your one kids. practically, if you're serving with a team and it's a consistent team or whatever, you could have split up those 120 kids into groups of 20. And oh, so you've got one person yes, praying for 20 great. people for it's this great. month or for this mm -hmm. week and mm -hmm. the other person yeah. praying for the other 20 people. And um just get people on board with what God has called us to. And then I think being aware, I, I think it gets back to our knowing why we're doing this. And then maybe I would encourage uh, in this context, maybe just strip away some of that excess yes, yeah, and those yeah. things that are becoming a burden but aren't really contributing to why yes. we're doing what we're doing. Yes. Um, and so there could be lots of time spent in on the production side of yep, things yep. that, you know what, we probably don't need to be spending all this time on yeah. this production. Well, you think of how many kids have gotten saved at like camp or something yeah. where it might be around a campfire. It might be, it's just in a more intimate setting, more, you know, you don't have the big production mm -hmm. and there's just people are normal. So use a bonfire. Start, use a, a, bonfire. start a bonfire. <laughs> that Every week is my point. <laughs> all right. Well, well I want to, I, I want to just encourage, uh, you know, this man uh, who submitted this question, like just to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, this previous Sunday, CJ preached about evangelism and that you you might be in a long chain of people yes. before yes. you and after you that are investing in these kids. And so to keep going, you know, yes. don't lose heart. Uh, be encouraged that you are faithfully planting seeds. Yep. You have no idea what God's going to do. Yeah, yeah. The, the message on Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts 8, and he he just talked about how, you know, this, this eunuch had, was going to Jerusalem. He's a God-fearing man, but it wasn't until Philip came and came alongside him. He was reading Isaiah 53 yeah. and, you know, shared, you know, the, the eunuch asked, what, what is this about? Is this about himself or somebody else? And Philip mm -hmm. was able to lead him to Christ but he was just one part of that, that mm -hmm. chain, and we don't know where we stand in that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thank God for his faithfulness and yep. encourage all those of you who, who work with um, teens um, to, to not, not put your hope in worldly means mm -hmm. for changing their hearts. Put your hope 
in the Word of God, the gospel, which is the power of God, and His Spirit will be through us. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.